Welcome to Strong and Free, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the information that you need on the topics of the day. No bias, no conjecture, just facts. So, let's go. Man, there's a lot of misinformation out there. My recent podcast on minimum wage legislation in Ontario, it shed light to this. You know, there were articles and pundits out there saying that Doug Ford was uh, undertaking a pro-poverty agenda. And, you know, with our attention attention spans going down and down, those tickers, those one-sentence phrases on the government can really shape our opinions on things. All you have to see is Doug Ford is not raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And some of you might think that's a great thing, but others may think that's an absolute horror. And it's okay to feel these things, but without proper research and evidence, it's really hard to say whether or not this is a good or bad thing. In fact, I'd argue it's hard to say whether or not the raising of minimum minimum wage in the past has been a good or bad thing. Sometimes these things need many, many years to see the full effect on the economy and also to employ employment as well as the global economy and the effects that has. But what's important here is that when we receive these ticker box news information pieces, our opinions are shaped as a result of it. And that is scary. There's been countless times I've talked to friends about the minimum wage. And the common response I get back is, it's so obvious Doug Ford doesn't care about workers and workers' rights. But when we look at Bill 47, we see so many provisions in there that are kept that workers' rights groups fought very hard for, and they should be proud that it's still in Bill 47. But what's interesting is that doesn't make the narrative of the day. And I mean, it's un, you know, I I shouldn't I shouldn't expect a, a ticker box one bullet sentence on minimum wage to include the nuances of Bill 47 in it. But what I need to be reminded of is that we all search for the information and truth for ourselves. But maybe that's going down because the over-reliance on news media sources to make up our minds for us is becoming at a fever pitch, especially amongst young people who are the most educated generation than ever before. You know, it's scary to me to think that we can automatically make inferences based on a, a bullet, a sentence, or whatever it is, on an issue. It's no longer sexy to talk to our friends and say, I just don't know enough, and I don't have yet a formalized opinion. Some of us might might say that, but I, I kind of get where the news media is going. You know, the faster the news can be brought to you in the most sexiest way, in the shortest form, by using adjectives and verbs that can get you um, amped up and riled up, you know, these are things that the media kind of likes, maybe even loves, because at the end of the day, it'll encourage you to click on their link, it'll encourage you to check it out, and then read what their take is on an issue. It's amazing to me how many people that I've spoken with did not know that domestic and sexual violence um, uh, paid time off is included in Bill 47. They, they did not know that three weeks paid vacation after five years, again, introduced by the Wynn government, kept by the Ford government, that these are provisions in the current bill. It amazes me, too, that when I ask my friends 
about, well, why do you believe so strongly that minimum wage should be increased to $15 an hour as opposed to staying at 14 and increasing with the rate of inflation? I was met with, well, every, every dollar counts. Well, every dollar counts? I mean, we really need to do the, the, the deep dive on whether or not raising the minimum wage is good for our economy, good for our jobs, good for the creation of jobs. We can't negate the fact that small business will be feeling the effects. And also, we have to do our due diligence on this. These topics require us to. And so I worry, I still worry, and it is one of those things that you know people say, what are the things that keep you up at night? I worry about misinformation. Because our discourse is becoming so... Um, what's the word? Our discourse is becoming very misinformed. And unfortunately, when you choose to talk about things from an informed perspective, unfortunately, you're also dismissed sometimes. Anyhow, I just wanted to put this out there because I received a lot of great feedback from my uh, recent podcast on the minimum wage, and so many people have reached out saying, I wish this story was told more often. And that's what this podcast and, and, and me writing articles on Medium is intended to do, and I will continue to do that. Our discourse is too important to the future of our country, and we really need to look objectively at what the benefits and the costs are to future government decisions. Now, I'm not suggesting that we need to spend all night reading up on all the legislation on different topics, but what I am suggesting is that when we do get the bullet points, when we do get that one sentence on the news and the topics of the day, that we're not so quick to jump to conclusions, that we're not so quick to go out and protest, although I do believe that we should always state our opinions and protest the government, but that we make sure that before we state opinions, we actually be honest with ourselves. I don't know enough. I want to know more. Or maybe I don't want to know more. But I think that's really important for us to admit to ourselves that I don't know enough. Politics is great, and it's great to feel passionate about issues. But it's so important that we do the deep dive, the homework, the work it takes to formulate that opinion. Anyhow, this is just some food for thought. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Strong and Free, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the information that you need on the topics of the day. And remember, stay balanced, stay informed, 